Prophetic Ministry International. Go on number 121, Elite Road. If you Fresh 107.9 FM. From the rock city of Nigeria. Rock city of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9.
morning and welcome to the Tuesday edition of Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM here in the ancient city of Abeokuta. My name is Lulu Fatoju. Of course, as usual, on Freshly Pressed, we get to look through the papers, get some perspective from an analyst, and then you get to share your thoughts on some of the stories that made the headlines. We have, you can also join the conversation via phone calls, that's later on in the course of the program, or via Twitter. The Twitter handle is FreshFM Abeokuta as a Twitter handle for you to join the conversation on the program this morning. Let's get to it on the front page of the Punch newspaper for Tuesday, the 10th of May 2022. You have this one. Presidential bead. INEC, CBN, partnership under threat over Mayfield's APC membership. That's on page two of the Punch newspaper. It has this writer's commission to review CBN's role. They move ballot papers from bank's vault. CBN can't be trusted with sensitive materials under Emefiele. That's according to NBA and CSOs. No fair over Apex Bank's governor's presidential bid, says ex-INEC commissioner. That's right, there's also there to that particular story on the presidential bid on the front page of the Punch newspaper. Let's move from this now to other headlines. APC rules out imposition. Group picks. Jonathan Lawrence forms Nigeria others debt relief request $650 billion loan at advanced stage. That's according to the federal government. FG's monthly debt servicing jumps to $101 million. That's according to a CBN report. Jet A1 and NPC Airlines agree on three-month supply at 480 naira per litre. That's on page 27 of the Punch newspaper. Refineries probe reps grill silver. Chiari today say appearance compulsory. Back to pay 27. Few queues persist in Abuja. Petrol sells for 300 naira per litre. That's also on page 27 of the Punch newspaper. Let's move to other headlines on the front page of the Punch newspaper. Also strike students protest in Lagos, Benin. Vow to storm National Assembly airports. That's on page 8. Then you have pictures of students there. On the front page of the Punch newspaper, of course, uh, they're carrying uh, all different signs. Are saying uh, one is saying FG stop playing politics with our educational system. Another one, coalition of Nigerian student says end ASU strike now with the hashtag end ASU strike. Another one also on that same front page. If you have money for election form, you can fund education. That's also there. On the front page of the Punch newspaper. Other headlines Buhari activates $19 billion climate pledge. 6 AFDB World Bank support. That's page 28. Page 37 Baptist, Baptist president begs abductors to release better student. Page 28 FGGSM operators to meet over 40% tariff hike. Page 9 Tinubu Atiku lobby delegates promise to tackle nation's disunity. Pages 4 and 5, that's the Metro pages of the Punch newspaper, NYC controversy. Quara Poli blames hacker and poster declared wanted. And finally, on the front page of the Punch newspaper, abducted train passengers' families seek government's intervention. That's the final headline there on the front page of the Punch newspaper this morning. Let's move now from this to the front page of the Vanguard newspaper for a couple of headlines. So you have this. Methodist church, parents, students kick against ASU's continued strike. 2023 presidency, why I won't resign now. CBN governor, it may fairly tells court. Then you have these other headlines also. Aviation fuel, airline operators, 
meet reps leadership to buy product at 480 naira per liter. Bandit skill 8 abduct many, set condition for peace in Sokoto village. Let's move from this now to other headlines, also on the front page of the Vanguard newspaper. Puzzles as Lawan Silver Ayade join race for APC ticket. As this rider, Fulani Group buys forms for Jonathan. FG considers Brigis report on renegotiation committee. I'll take that again. FG considers Brigis report on renegotiation committee. Page 10. Nigeria needs courageous leaders to overcome challenges. As according to Saraki, Bamiche, I was raped by BRT driver. Witness tells court. Page 7. Train attack. Don't resume services until our loved ones are rescued. As according to family members. Then you have a picture of uh, former President Olusegun Obasanjo engaged in conversation with former President of the Senate, Dr. Abubakar Bukola Saraki, at Obasanjo's Otter Farm. That's in Ugun State. That's uh, there also on the front page. Other headlines are still taking headlines on the front page of the Vanguard newspaper this morning. You have these writers to a uh, particular story having to do with the Arsenal strike. It says politicians want to turn our children to thugs. That's according to the Methodist Church. Public versities on deathbed. That's according to parents and students. As ASU rolls out, rolls over strike by 12 weeks. Students block Benin airport gates. That's right. There's also there on the front page. And then you have this final headline, Ebola. FG to give posthumous award to Dr. Ameo Adadevo on Thursday. That's also an interesting one there on the front page of the Vargan newspaper. We'll go on our first commercial break. When I return, we'll be taking details of some of the stories before turning to our analyst for some perspective. Stick around. It's still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM.
Barbara, welcome back. Let's get details of some of the stories that made the headlines. You have this one in the Vanguard newspaper. Puzzles as Lawan Silver. I had a joint race for ABC ticket. I'll take details of that particular story. Let's get to it. The race to clinch the ruling All Progressives Congress APC presidential ticket got more interesting yesterday with the entrance of former President Goodluck Jonathan, Senate President Ahmed Lawan, Cross River State Governor Ben Ayade, and Minister of State for Petroleum Chief Timmy Pierce Silver. Various groups and supporters of the quartet obtained the 100 million naira nomination and expression of interest forms for them. Apart from intensifying the jostle for the APC ticket amid contestations over zoning, the emergence of Jonathan, Lawan and Silver has raised, the fir- has raised further puzzles over President Muhammad Buhari's perceived anointed successor and still tied to this particular story. You have uh, this one also in the Vanguard newspaper. Despite form denial, Jonathan meets Adamu, prepares for run on APC ticket. A missed attempt by a loyalist of former President Goodluck Jonathan to stop him from running on the All Progressives Congress ticket. The former president has formally met with the national chairman of the ruling party in Abuja, apparently to clarify some grey areas regarding his candidacy. Former President Jonathan, who is reported to have rejected a 100 million naira nomination form procured for him by some Fulani pastoralists, later met behind closed doors in Adamu's house. A source close to the former president said that the meeting, whose details were not made uh, made public, lasted between 10 p.m. and rather between 9 p.m. and 10 p.m. in a bid to sort out some great uh, great issues regarding Jonathan's bid to fly the party's presidential flag in next year's poll. It was learned that the confusion that trailed the purchase of the form for Jonathan arose because of the spirited efforts by score loyalists in the People's Democratic Party, PDP, to dissuade him from joining the APC and running on its platform, saying that such would be detrimental to the opposition party and belittling to his image. That's an interesting one there in the Vanguard newspaper. Of course, in the Punch newspaper, you also have... Uh, you know, um, you know the part of uh, on the part of Jonathan saying presidency APC forms bought without my consent, says Jonathan. Former President Goodluck Jonathan has rejected the 100 million naira All Progressives Congress APC presidential expression of interest and nomination forms bought for him to contest the 2023 presidential election by nomadic Fulani pastoralists and Almajiri communities. Jonathan's media advisor Ikechuku Eze in a statement on Monday said it was an insult for the community to buy the forms for him without his consent. The statement was in reaction to the earlier purchase of the forms for the former president to contest the party's ticket with other aspirants for the 2023 presidential election. That's also an interesting one there on in the Punch newspaper this morning. I'll move from this now to one or two more stories. Uh, still on the presidential beat, INEC CBN partnership on the threat of a Mayfield's APC membership. The Nigeria Bar Association and civil rights groups on Monday warned that Central Bank of Nigeria Governor Godwin Emifili's involvement in politics was threatening the 2023 elections. They also said his membership of the All Progressives Congress had eroded the credibility of the Apex Bank where sensitive materials are kept during elections. Prominent Nigerians who spoke separately to the punch condemned Emifili's APC membership and his failure to resign while allegedly plotting to contest the 2023 presidency. But the Independent National Electoral Commission, in a statement by Rutimi Oyekomi, the chief press secretary to its chairman, said it had taken notice of the latest revelation on Emefiele. It added that it might move ballot papers from the CBN vault. 
That's also an interesting one. Let's move from this now to one or two other stories. A few queues uh, persist in Abuja. Black markets, rather, black marketers sell for 300 naira per litre. Few queues persisted in the Federal Capital Territory on Monday as filling stations struggled to control desperate drivers waiting to buy the premium motor spirit PMS at the official price. Racketeers had a field day selling a litre of PMS at 300 naira in different parts of the FCT. In Kubo, a litre of fuel went as high as 320 naira, rising to 400 naira in Asukuru and other prime parts of Abuja, the punch guarded. Still talking about fuel, you have aviation fuel. NNPC airlines agree on three-month supply at 480 naira per litre. The House of Representatives on Monday held a stakeholders meeting to resolve the crisis trailing the aviation fuel price increase with the Nigerian National Petroleum Company Limited and domestic airlines operators reaching a deal. It was agreed that the NNPC will supply debt A1 to marketers nominated by airline operators for a period of three months at 480 naira per litre, pending when the carriers would be granted licenses to import the commodity. This is just as the AON said it had nominated 10 marketers for the purpose. Astro runs on and on there also in the Punch newspaper. I need to go on another break when we return. This time around, I'll be talking to my analysts to give some perspective on some of the stories that make the headlines. Stick around, it's still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Hey, You're listening to 107.9 Fresh FM.
Or welcome back. It's still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM here in the ancient city of Abelkuta. Need I remind you, you can join the conversation live on, uh, that's on Twitter, where you can drop your comments. I'll be looking through the comment section, or rather I'll be looking at your tweets later on. You can you know, address us on Twitter with uh, you know, this uh, particular account, Fresh FM, Abelkuta. So just write to us. I'll be taking looking through the comments in the course of the program. That's Fresh FM. Uh, that's the Twitter handle. Okay, uh, having the studio with me this morning, as I always do every Tuesday morning, Akim Karim. Good morning, Akim Karim, and uh, good to have you. Even though I called you Alpha, Akim Karim, I don't know why you didn't respond to that. Good morning, Akim. You want to start with me this morning? <laughs> so who's an Alpha? Oh, well. What's the word Alpha? What does it mean? Well, I, specifically, I just know it's people who, you know, are dedicated to, you know, to the work of, uh, you know, the Most High. Yeah. I'm not uh, well, but I know you're dedicated for the good of this country, as it were. Yes, for, for, for an know. egalitarian society. And so if you are for, if you are for the people, and, you know, I do believe that God is for the people also, that means uh, that, you know, you're on the side of God also when it comes to, you know, the betterment of the people. Does that mean being an alpha? Okay. I'm seeking knowledge. How fast do I seek knowledge? No, I'm seeking knowledge. Okay. Because I know not. Mm. And I know not that. And I know that I know not. So that's a, that's, it's a wise man who knows he knows not. No, that's I, what they I, say. I, I look, I look to okay, let's let's get to what we have in the papers. This, this red cap today, what is it about? Uh, the red cap. Um, quite interesting what, what you asked. I, I met a, as a poet who is currently in the country. Came for his book, book reading. So I was called uh, late last night you know, that he's in town. So I had to go see him. And uh, after buying his book, who, who you know, I had to say, hey. You cannot leave this country without me taking something from you. So I took his cap, stayed over with him, and that's why I have it on me so this morning. Uh, well, I'm here. I'm, I'm a broadcast journalist, as it were. Akim Karim, let's get to what we have in the papers this morning. Not at the moment. Not at the moment. Not at the moment. Okay. Let's get what to are what we're we talking about. Oh, quite politics. Politics is what we have in the papers no, no, this do, morning. Do you, do you know that we, media people, journalists, mm. we unintentionally pander to the wishes of the uh, bourgeois political elites. You didn't mention that just before I went on air. Why, we, why did you say that? to them. You see, we could blank them out. We could blank them out. How so? We could refuse to talk about them. Because that's what they want. But They, they, want, think, they, they, yeah. they want to sell the narrative. Mm-hmm. They want us to be discussing. Mm. As if they are the issues. Wherever, actually, they are the non-issues. We should make them the non-issues. But I don't call the shots on this program. But I tell you, majority of these things have no value or direct impact on the welfare of Nigerians on the long run. <coughs> why, why would you say that? I will, I will bring us into what we have in the papers. Okay. Where you have a situation, right, where you hear that you know certain groups, that's now the trend. You hear that groups. C- certain groups, or registered groups, groups, friends. Now, for Jonathan, for instance, you have Al Marjorie and uh, a certain uh, pastoralist, Nom- nomadic, nomadic pastoralist, pastoralist. You know, came up with one hundred million naira to buy him a nomination form. You have on one hand where they're saying, "Hey, um, you know, they bought that form without his consent," according to the spokesman for Jonathan. Saying he has met with Adamu. With, with Adamu, would you say we should leave such issues? Especially, look at the, the CBN, the CBN governor. You hear, uh, you probably heard when I was taking a story having to do with uh, INEC. Sensitive materials are kept with the CBN. Now you have a governor of the CBN who is con- 
you know, who's bought a nom- or they bought a nomination form for him. Well, as not said yes. Nah, as it no, were, no. we have seen on the pages, uh, you know, on social media, pictures of vehicles branded, you know, in his name. You have his face all over it. Lots of vehicles. And then he has not come out to say, hey, uh, to dissociate himself from this particular thing. He actually went to court. Um, you know, that was uh, yesterday, you know, Irene Ozikome on this particular issue. So, why would you say we should not discuss uh, these things like this sensitive issues no, that has to do with the future of Nigeria? No, this has nothing to do with the future of Nigerians. The presidency has nothing to do with our future? Nothing. The presidency? No, what is the presidency? One man out of 200 million with the same systems, with the same structures, with the same shenanigans. No, this is the position for me. I think, um, I know that uh, elections will come and the elections will go and life will continue. I know that the quality of leadership we get, the quality of life we get rather, is a function of the quality of leadership. So I think we should actually be bothered about who emerges, right? But these shenanigans, I just like I told the person, somebody before coming upstairs here, we have no control over it, we have no influence over it, and I tell you, these shenanigans of going to purchase form, perform form, form, particularly the APC form, creates a lot of illusions. And the first illusion it creates is that the APC is going to put the APC candidate is going to win the next election. I think if Nigerians are wise, and I'm saying this on live radio, and my name is Akim Kani, Nigerians should have nothing to do with the APC and the PDP in the present forms. There's a, there's a, a, a concession now that, that the president, next president of Nigeria, May 29, 2023, will come from either the APC or the PDP. And I tell you, <clears throat> based on what we have seen of the PDP in 16 years, between 1999 and 2015, and what we have seen of the APC between 2015 and today, I think any right-thinking Nigerian who can think for himself and wants the uh, real egalitarian society we want should look for someone outside of these political parties, these two parties, because these two parties are actually like six and a half a dozen. But then they say these narratives. Look at the Omifile man. Lulu, I've tried to pursue cases in court before. When you file a case in court, I know how long it takes before they assign you a date. This man on Sunday or Friday said he was going to the court, and on Monday he was in the court, in the federal high court. You do understand this? I just, I just, I just showing to Nigerians that we are irrelevant in the scheme of things. And if I had my way, I would prefer we talk about ASU because I'm sure that millions of Nigerian students who are at home now would like to have a resolution of these problems. Now, whether you and I discuss this or not, whether Mr. Solomon comes or he doesn't call, whether my friend Jaji from the People's Parliament in Lemme calls or not, whether uh, Engineer Oni calls or not, we, our regular callers, whether they call or not, on by, by, by June 3rd or thereabouts, the APC will have their presidential candidates, the PDP will have their presidential candidates, and they present it to elections. And when we get to elections, Nigerians will have a limited choice. Because whether you like it or not, I, like I said to say to you many times, like I've said to somebody while chatting this morning, the owners of Nigeria knows where they are going. So when they are through where they are going, they should let us know. And Nigerians can take their decisions within the limited uh, uh, options available from the PDP or APC. As long as we have stuck, we have said that we are stuck with the PDP and APC. But then making the PDP APC issues, the talking point every time, I think 
I think it's 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 getting it's, it's annoying to me. The, the, and that's my personal view. The, when you are the yeah, anchor, yeah. you determine what we talk about. When you raise it, I talk about it. Uh, I, I can't carry him. You just don't say I am the anchor. They have, the they anchor? Have, they have, just just don't put it at that. I am the anchor. Not just that alone. You have to understand that they've positioned themselves in a way where we can't help but have that conversation. Now you have in the paper, like in the Vanguard newspaper this morning, where a particular headline reads that. 20, on the 2023 presidency, why I won't resign now, it may feel it tells court. I did say, for instance, that the CBN keeps sensitive materials, sensitive INIC materials. How would you feel? What would be your reaction? For instance, maybe this is a little far-fetched, but if the INIC chairman, for instance, says he's contesting for president, won't you speak about it? Now, you have a situation, but that's not what we have. You have a situation where the CBN governor, who keeps sensitive materials, who you would assume should not be partisan, as it were, is a member of a political party. He's been a member of that particular party for a little over a year now. Since February 2021, according to an APC chieftain that was in the papers yesterday. And now, you know, you have a case where... According to him, in the court case that they filed yesterday, that, uh, you know, INEC and the Attorney General of the Federation, you know, it says they are making frantic efforts to ensure that he does not participate in the presidential primaries. Do you think, you know, morally, is it even right for him to be in office as a CBN governor and be contesting for presidency? Called Nigerian Nation Radio Who are those who called it a banana republic? Just Google now. Who is everybody's friend? Nigeria. Nigerians call Nigerian Nigerian nation banana republic. Okay. Where everything goes. That's an interesting one. Some Nigerians have called Nigeria a name I would not like to repeat on here. Please don't. If you think it's not fit for air. I will not. Okay. But you can Google it. They even said Trump called Nigerian a particular a particular name. People should Google it. That's unfounded, now, though, but I remember yes, that. Yes, now these names have something to do with who we are as a nation. If people, the people they don't just wake up and say we are a banana republic. I'm not alluding to the fact that we are indeed a banana republic or that we are not a banana republic. But my position is that if somebody like the CBN governor could all of a sudden just wake up and say he wants to be president, let's leave, even leave the legal angle out. Let's look at it from the legitimate point of view. Let's look at it from the moral point of view. Because there are some things that may be legal and illegitimate. Mm. Some things may be legitimate and immoral. And I've said to people, I've written everywhere I can write, that this ambition of Mr. Mefele is, in my estimation, illegal, illegitimate, and immoral. And that we are in this situation because we have a weak leadership of President Mohamed Buhari, we have a weak leadership of the APC leadership who cannot even sit down. But it's not as if they don't know. I think it's a strategy. But unfortunately for me, the unfortunate for me is that all these things will not provide any better life for the average Nigerian. All these things will only keep some people richer while the masses of Nigerians, particularly the working class, particularly the proletariat, particularly the people who are here to get even their minimum wage, get poorer. And in this same country, the ASU has extended their, uh, their industrial action by another 12 weeks. And all we talk about every day, all we write about every day, 
is these politicians in APC and PDP who are six and have a dozen. So we should deliberately, intentionally recreate the narrative. And that narrative should be to blank out the politicians. Don't let's talk about them. Don't let's validate their, their opinions. Because they are, they are, they are playing on our collective intelligence. How can a Mefele go to court on Friday by Monday has been given a date and then on May 12th they ask him to come when there are many cases filed before the Federal High Court that have not been given dates? So you know that the owners of Nigeria or the people in APC now are working on a game plan. And why, like I told Bayo Faleke a few minutes ago, I refuse to talk about this too much, that I know that in a matter of weeks, all these uh, calculations, the Yorubas have a saying, one Ileke, Majasile, Majasodo, the Ileke will just somewhere. We'll know who the APC is presenting. We'll know the consequence of who they are presenting. We'll know who the PDP is presenting, the consequence of the, who they are presenting. We'll know there will be a strong thought force. We'll know what happened to Peter Obi. We'll know what happened to Mogalu. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Now, at that point, the Nigerians can take over, in my estimation. There are 18 political parties and decide, I mean, who fits the type of president we want. It doesn't matter whether it comes from the north or from the south. But for now, talking about this, Emefele, talking about this, uh, President Jonathan, I even tried to send some news to you. But what contradictory, on one hand, Port reported that Jonathan said, oh, it's an insult on him, mm-hmm. that you are buying phone for him. He doesn't even know the people buying phone for him. For man who has been president, and then on the other hand, another paper says Jonathan has visited Adamu, and they are talking about the details of the ambition, and that because there's the form, uh, nomination form will close today, so we do not even know where we are going. But it's a matter of a, a pregnant woman, it's a matter of time, and I know time solves a lot of time, time solves a lot of things if only man will be patient enough. Times solves a lot of things, if only we'll be patient enough. And you did mention, uh, let's just go to one of the things you mentioned. You did mention the ASU strike, for instance. You have on the front page of the Punch newspaper this morning, uh, protesting students, as uh, you have it as a student protest in Lagos, Benin, vow to storm National Assembly Airport. One of uh, you know, the, uh, what's it called, signs they were carrying says, if you have money for election form, you can fund education. That's an interesting one there. I do remember I was having a conversation around this also last night because I was uh, at a particular institution where we're having a conversation around the ASU strike. Uh, Let's take a look at uh, what's going on concerning the ASU strike where you have uh, ASU extending the strike by another 12 weeks. What do you make of the current situation? If you look at it, for instance, I do know in the papers yesterday, either I think it was in the Punch newspaper, I did clarify, for instance, that uh, you know a particular policy put up by the UK government would not, uh, does not, you know, uh, cover Nigerian graduates. Does not cover Nigerian because the UK government put out, you know, uh, a particular uh, circular saying by the thirtieth of this month. Uh, they will be taking graduates, people who, you know, graduates at the very least, you know, can get come into their country even without them having a job to start with. And then get a job when they get into the country. But Nigerians are not covered because we are not we're not part of the top institutions in the country, in the world. Uh, one of the Nigeria's uh, top ranking institutions, for ex- for example, that's the University of Ibadan, is uh, about one thousand is ranked one thousand one hundred and seventy five in the world. And even despite this ASU strike, if the government, for instance, accedes to the you know, uh, you know demands of ASU, what exactly is you know, the hope for the Nigerian educational system for it to be improved. You, 
the quality of life in society is determined in considerable measures by the quality of leadership. And uh, we, we and I know that any society that does not that does not have its best men at the end of our affairs, in uh, words of a particular writer, is a sociological and moral absurdity. And that is the picture of what is happening in Nigeria today, in a sociological absurdity, where you see contradictions, where you see people rich enough to fund the state. We have seen somebody who said this richer than a particular state, and uh, our problems remain unsolved. And uh, there's a way in socialism that you call, talk about the redistribution of wealth. And I know that in modern world, the only way you can redistribute wealth is not by giving people money, it's by giving them education. Because it creates opportunities for them, it makes them better best people, it makes them be, to, be able, to be able to cohabit in the society peacefully, legally, and uh, contribute their quota to the system. But we have seen that the Nigerian nation, the Nigerian government, the leadership in Nigeria, and the government of Nigeria since 1999 and before do not put any particular, uh, accord any priorities to our educational demands. Mm. Because their children can school out of Nigeria, they do not take anything to our healthcare because they can go to the UK to treat their ear infection and they can go <laughs> to Germany to do a lot of things. You know, and that's the truth. And that is where we are, where we are at this moment. Now, what is the way forward? People have said, Asu is wrong. Yes, you say Asu is wrong. But can it be wronger than the Nigerian government? On a scale of being wrong, let's assume without conceding that also is wrong that they want better facilities for the institutions, uh, that they want better remuneration, okay. the total of what they want. Can it be worse than the APC government that we have seen in eight years? Can it be worse than the PDP government of 16 years? Can it be worse than the people who sign agreements with intention, knowing fully well that they are not going to prevent those agreements? Hmm. So who is worse? Is ASU taking action or reacting? Who took the first action of gross responsibility for the education sector? The Nigerian government. Not particularly the present administration. Previous government. They become a tradition, a convention. To always ignore ASU. Then if they take this action, the Newton the, the, the third law of motion said to us that to every action, there's always an equal, equal and opposite reaction. With ASU now react? And then when these issues are on ground, for how many months now? And they are not even going to be called for one single meeting. The first time, Dr. Ingege, who said Nigerian doctors are the only thing we export to the outside world, that is not a bad thing. You remember he said that? Dr. Chris Ingege. I was with an ex exported doctor last night. You know? <laughs> that, well, who said that? Yeah. said he does not know the address of ASU. Mm. Then ASU said, we are in Abuja, you know our office. You mm. know where we can reach us. And the, Lulu, there's nobody in this Nigeria that the Nigerian government doesn't have his address or know how to reach when they want to reach them. How do DSS find out the house of people in the middle of the night to go and bombard them when they need to bombard them. And then they said, then later, the Wajiba man said, yes, Asu should do no work, no pay. Then later, sometime last week, the uh, Minister of Education also said, ah, please forgive me, we are going to start negotiating with you now. And there were also unfounded reports that said, oh, Mr. President said, he's not aware, although I am not sure of that. But the truth of the matter is that the insensitivity of the Nigerian government under this administration is, is legendary. And that's where we are at this point. Even three months, I have not even met with them to say, okay, what, what's the minimum requirements that for you to call out this strike? Can we, can, can we meet in, at, at the midpoint? Can ASU leave all their demands and move two steps forward? Can government leave where they are and move two steps forward and they meet at the point in the interest of our education, in the interest of everything we represent, in the interest of everything that we call our future? So how do you blame ASU for this? Although a lot of us also say, 
that yes, they, as soon as you have looked for other strategies, they should provide a strategy for a person that is working and is not getting paid. They should provide a strategy for people who teach and do not have the requirements, who do not have the equipment to do research. And now we talk of like the UK government is not allowing us to come because we are not the one to 50 in the world. Well, we are not even one to 1,000 in the world. The best figure we had is, I think, 1,175. Yeah, that, that, that's at uh, the 2nd of May or there. And uh, after, the after that one, which is the next number? Maybe another 3,000 or something. So this shows to us that the world is moving. Well, we are stuck with the shenanigans of the APC and PDP who have taken us between 1999 and where we are. Go and look at what's happening in Rwanda under Kigali in tw- yeah. less than 20 years. Oh, Kagame, you said? Kagame, sorry. Yes. Look at what has happened in Rwanda under, under 20 years as a nation. And look at where we have moved from. Although they are gradual, they are seemingly imp- seeming improvement. But these improvements are not enough to turn it around to take us where we should be as a nation. Mm. Quite an interesting one. Um, already seeing comments that's on our Twitter handle. The Twitter handle is FreshFM at Berkuta. You can drop your comments there. We'll be opening the phone lines uh, shortly for you to be also be a part of the conversation. The phone lines are 080-33-22-1079 and 0907-800-1079. I take the numbers again, 080-33-22-1079 and 0907 0907- 800-1079. Those are the phone lines to be a part of the conversation on Freshly Pressed and Fresh 107.9 FM. Stick around. The program continues shortly. You're listening to 107.9 Fresh FM. App on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in, in real time. time. The Fresh FM Radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts. And news updates, the Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. Right, welcome back. Back to the phone lines at 080-33-22-1079 and 0907-800-1079. Those are the phone lines to be a part of a conversation. The phone lines are already buzzing. Let's see who we have here. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Lulu. Good morning to you. Greetings to you. Greetings to my brother, Akim Karim. Morning, sir. I'm Kaldi from Abekwita. Good morning, sir. God bless you, sir. You have set it all. You see, there is a big war now at hand between the politicians, the APC and PDP 
as one and the people of Nigeria on the other side. And I want to agree with you, sir, Mr. Akin, that uh, we cannot beg the question any longer than to say we should stop APCPDP that has brought this war to us and look for another third force. And I'm telling you, after stopping them, then we are going to say bad rubbish to good riddance by the grace of God. You see, CBN cannot be trusted any longer under a mythically. And uh, he was now even uh, telling us that, look, whether you like it or not, I am going to contest. That's the meaning for going to court. There means there is a kind of uh, 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 nocturnal uh, uh, um, that the game that they, have been play, that they wanted to play against the people of Nigeria. Mm. If in 2018, uh, Abubakar himself, AGF, told us that the Supreme Court or the Constitution does not authorize any civil servant to contest when you are still in service. So what, does, what stops uh, this man? Or what is his pride in telling us that he must contest at all costs while in office? So... I like, I think I give it to you, there will be tranquility if only you will not allow your papers, your votes, voting, uh, whatever material, mm. to be stuck inside the vault of uh, CBN. Right. Because it's a card carry member of APC. Family. Because the Nepali is indica- has indicated his the, the, the interest in going for, to, to for top for a job for this position. Please, can you allow me to talk? I will finish soon. Okay. He has you, gone you to, to court for interpretation of his action as against PCR. All right. PSR, rather. So, this man should... Uh, I Thank don't know. PDP, APC is gone forever for in this country. Let's Thank vote you. for another party. Thank you for your contribution. You short past time. Way past two minutes. Uh, thank you for your contribution. Still taking more calls. 80 1079 and 0907-800-1079. Hello, good morning. Hello? Hello, oh, good morning. Good morning to you. Hello, uh, Mr. Good morning. Uh, Mr. Uh, Kareem, good morning. Good to have you. Um, yes, I'm Tawfiq of Nigeria. I'm calling from Alonso this morning. Okay, go ahead. Yes, I am <laughs> so, so interested in Nigerian politics. Mm. So, um, well, we will not stop talking, just like uh, Mr. Akin has said. So, the best thing which Nigeria can do to ignore this politician, especially the media. So they have turned Nigeria to, to a, a comedy. So um, no, there is no any country that can be living in this kind of deceit or seriousness and that country will be talking of development. Mm. See, corruption, we keep talking. Corruption, this is the effect of corruption. What is trend now in our, in our, in our politics is now is people buying phones for candidates. And don't feel expecting a group coming out to buy phones for IDD so that we can know that Nigeria is moving forward. So, um, what is really unfortunate is really unfortunate that we can, corruption can lead us to this, to where we, where we have to be. But what really surprised me is that it's like we don't have a president. It's like we don't have a question. Why a Muslim would be 
saying is contesting and he's not resigning and the I think that there is just silent on this issue. Mm. We show that this country is no more a country. Oh my. All right. Thank you for your contribution. Still taking more calls. Uh, try to make sure that uh, you have your thoughts together so you can hit it as uh, fast as possible so others can also join the conversation and also share their thoughts. Hello, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good to have you on the program. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Yes, I'm calling from Songo. Good to have you. Uh, I, don't want, I don't want to talk on politics this morning, but at the same time, I will talk on the development of the country. In fact, I went to, I, I, I live in Songo, I went to Lagos on Sunday, honestly, as I'm speaking with you, all my body is sitting in me. Look at the, what, what government, when Obama was there, he established road maintenance agency that will be dealing with the road maintenance if you don't get to work before they deal with it. But now, when you get to uh, this um, um, Alapuko, towards Toge, in fact, this whole, whenever they are raised, they are, they are motor cannot even get out of the place. Everywhere on express road for that matter. I'm truly disappointed with all these government workers. This person won. Where are they keeping our money? Where are they keeping? They should come and tell us. We are selling oil. They are, they are giving us high price of the diesel and the whatever. And even to, to make it worse, never is not working. They brought they light yesterday around 12 p.m. Mm. And they are taking the light. Is 4 p 4 a.m. What are they? What are we doing? And we will we, we, we purchase the charge card. Yes, we will not exhaust most of it. We will buy another one. They will come and be parading. I have that any day I, I see any neighbor in my phone, I, I will I will fight them oh, because we are not using. Please, yes, yeah, because, because I'm so annoyed. I'm so annoyed. Oh, not why are we like this? It's obvious. Why are we like this? Thank you for your ah, contribution. It's more so. Mm, mm. They should get, they should rise up. We are still having one, one year. All right. For this president one. They should come and give us a better community. I don't want to care about politics. All right. Let, us, let them give us better roads. All right. Thank Good you. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for your contribution. Well, if you say you're not, uh, you know, you don't uh, necessarily care about politics, you know that even if you don't care about politics, you know that the policies of politicians affect you that's why you're complaining about roads and other things let's take more calls hello good morning hello, hello good morning good morning to you good morning good morning i keep my very good brother nice. god bless you god continue to increase you in wisdom my name is honorable landry judge good to have As you, you are, i'm calling from the people's parliament in yemen in america i you have just said it this is that i want to really participate in the political Process or we are just going to go full full the arm. Nigerians like enjoyment, a piece of pepper soup, and a very cheerful <laughs> drink to match. Forgetting about anything, uh, when the will come, they will give us somebody either in APC or PDP, the population will be there and we just see somebody. Our prayers will be that those who are going to even go and tackle the problem of ASU, to borrow, you know, Nigerian government part of the money they have just accrued now, close to 50 billion. Let them borrow ASU, right? 
Thank you for your contribution. Quite interesting. Now, Kim Karim, when he mentioned pepper soup, you pointed at me. Are you offering me pepper soup? I wanted to. I wanted to figure that out. Let's let's clear that I'm, out. I'm an alpha now. Uh, alpha can offer me pepper soup. I wouldn't say no. <laughs> what's what's going on here? Uh, let's go on Twitter real quick. Our Twitter handle at Fresh FM Abeokuta. We have this one coming from Michael saying, "So, Mike Ozekume play the fast one on Godwin Mefile as a son. Ozekume knows that Mefile can't win even at an NURTW court." Ah. <laughs> he says he can't win at an RTW court. Okay, uh, that's uh, runs on and on there. You know, he did uh, pick some words to describe him. Mefili, I won't be taking that. Let's move on from this to other. Uh, you have uh, Professor Agbola AAA says we all now know that the enemies of Nigerian students and their who the enemies of Nigerian students and their parents are. The present government and its agents have no interest in resolving the crisis in the public universities. Let us get our PVCs ready to flush out this set of irresponsible people come 2023. Akurede Camille says on our strike, I'll drag federal government more than the university union. You know why? Because there's no sincerity on the part of those speaking for the government. Let the students take to the street to voice their displeasure without violence. Let's take all the comments also. Uh, okay, uh, it did actually refer to you. Uh, that's Akim Karim. as Sheikh Akim Karim. Uh, that's an interesting uh, one. I was only saying Alpha, but uh, thank you, Akiride Camille. You're in the spirit this morning. Uh, Sir Olushe Gunlari says, It's a pity that the politicians are trying to confuse Nigerians with their gerrymandering, but what I'm sure of is that this confusion will end very soon and it shall be in the favor of the long-suffering Nigerians. Okay, yeah. taking other comments, uh, Abe Moss 1 says, I sincerely do pray that GEJ won't fall for the ploy and antics of the northern cabals who want to use him as a short route to return to power in 2027. GEJ is the only candidate that can't run again after four years. The same people who brought who bought his form will make him regret it. That's uh, also another comment there on Facebook. Of course, Reverend Zachariah Olubayo says the gesture that of the FGN on ASU strike shows that education is small thing. I'll see if I can take one or two more calls before we wrap up the program this morning. Let's see what we have here. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Bye bye. Good to have you. All the fun. Thank you. Uh, you see. Hello? Go ahead, go ahead, real quick. Can I go ahead? Okay. Uh, you see this, I don't know, the stand of our Nigerian neighbor, mm. Congress, in this matter of MSNA of the thing. So I think by now, even Nigerians, we are supposed to come out and say some talk, demonstrate that this action that MSNA is taking is very wrong. So the, the attitude of Nigerians sometimes allow government officials to bully us all over the 
labor what is their stand on this matter they are silent mm. you know already the federal government says uh, it is correct for the house to pay put in after just one month before election so that is why baba buhari is not saying anything that's mm. why he's not saying anything so it's now it now depends on the masses ourselves to now go out and either protest peacefully that mm. this action more so that mfna who is the custodian of this political I mean, the ballot boxes whatever it is that the central bank mm. and then you also come out and definitely there are the fraud so i think nigerians should stand up and talk just because of that Thank you so much for your contribution. Uh, this is where we draw the curtains on today's edition of Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. I wish I could take more calls so you can also join the conversation, but we have to wrap things up at People this moment. You should get their voters card mm. so that they can use it and it 